This is Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief of Evidence-Based GI, and today I'm here with Dr. Shreya Kumar, Assistant Professor in the Division of Digestive and Liver Diseases at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. Dr. Kumar is an advanced endoscopist, and we'll be reviewing her summary, Acute Pancreatitis, Needs IV Fluid Resuscitation, But Avoid a Waterfall. And this is a summary reviewing a recent New England Journal of Medicine publication by Day Madaria and colleagues, which was entitled Aggressive or Moderate Fluid Resuscitation in Acute Pancreatitis, the Waterfall Study. So Dr. Kumar, welcome back. And let's talk for a moment about why it's important to understand how aggressive to be with fluid resuscitation in acute pancreatitis. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, absolutely. So I think we all know that acute pancreatitis is a tough problem. We don't have medications for it. And when patients are admitted with pancreatitis, we recommend supportive care. A major component of the of supportive care is IV fluids. And there's a standard guideline recommendation of early aggressive hydration, and that is during the first 12 to 24 hours. But the basis of this is really theoretical. And the idea is that if you avoid intravascular depletion, you avoid pancreatic necrosis. In reality, though, studies are conflicting regarding whether early aggressive hydration has benefit. In fact, some studies show some harm. So on top of not knowing if early aggressive hydration is beneficial, there's limited guidance about how much fluid, when to start the fluid, or when to stop the fluid. Yeah, it's, it's something that gets discussed a lot, but clarity is lacking. Teaching our GI fellows to be aggressive with fluid resuscitation in a patient who comes in with acute pancreatitis because you want to reduce the risk of that patient developing severe necrotizing pancreatitis, but we're not really sure how much is enough. And this is really a a terrific RCT trying to provide some guidance. So can you tell us a little bit about what Damodaria and colleagues did in Europe to try to assess this issue? Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's really interesting to note how the study developed. The first author, De Madera, has posted a series of, of tweets actually describing how a clinical question led to identifying gaps in the literature, uh, eventually to observational studies, collaborative studies, and ultimately this monumental and, and well thought out study. So this study looks to answer what degree of IV fluid hydration leads to optimal outcomes in acute pancreatitis. It was a multi-center study. It was a prospective randomized control trial conducted in 18 centers across four countries. Adults who met clinical criteria for acute pancreatitis and had presented within 24 hours of pain onset were considered for enrollment. They excluded persons with severe conditions whether it be respiratory, heart, or kidney failure. And they also excluded people with chronic pancreatitis. Patients were randomly assigned in a one-to-one ratio to receive aggressive fluid resuscitation or moderate fluid resuscitation with lactated ringers or LR solution. The aggressive arm had a bolus of 20 cc's per kilo, then a three cc per kilo per hour infusion. The moderate arm had a bolus of 
10 cc's per kilo only if they were hypovolemic and an infusion rate of 1.5 cc's per kg per hour. So essentially at least half the bolus and rate. The investigators performed evaluations for fluid overload at uh, various time intervals for the first 72 hours. And based on their assessment, hydration could be decreased or stopped if there was evidence of fluid overload. The fluid resuscitation was stopped once a patient was tolerating oral intake for four hours. The primary outcome that they looked at was the development of moderately severe, severe acute pancreatitis during the hospitalization. Things like local complications, exacerbation of a pre-existing condition, worsening kidney function or decreasing blood pressure, worsening respiratory status. There were secondary outcomes as well. Things like organ failure, ICU admission, infected necrotizing pancreatitis, need for nutritional support. And they had three a priori stopping rules. If there was a significant difference at planned interim analyses, there's evidence of harm in one trial group over the other, or if there was a slow recruitment rate. And so they were evaluating the patients at 12, 24, 48, and 72 hours as part of this. And as you said, I think it's worth reemphasizing. If a patient had congestive heart failure, kidney failure, respiratory failure at baseline, that might make them particularly at risk for fluid overload. Those patients were excluded. Um, but this really gives you a good uh, cookbook to see whether, you know, moderate IV hydration versus aggressive IV hydration might benefit that patient with acute pancreatitis and, and prevent developing severe necrotizing pancreatitis. So, so what did the results show? So they actually found that there was no significant difference in the development of the primary outcome between the two groups. But most importantly, the aggressive fluid resuscitation arm had a higher incidence of fluid overload. 20.5% of patients on that arm ended up having fluid overload compared to 6.3% of those in the moderate resuscitation group. The data and safety monitoring board actually halted the trial owing to safety concerns. You know, since the trial was halted, analyses and subgroup analyses were limited in statistical power, but it's important to note that the aggressive fluid strategy was not associated with better secondary outcomes either. The bottom line endpoint of moderately severe or severe acute pancreatitis, that actually occurred in 22% in the aggressive resuscitation group versus only 17% in the moderate resuscitation group even though they stopped the study early. So there wasn't even a trend to showing benefit with the aggressive resuscitation group. And, and that's in the setting of having being four times more likely to get fluid overload. So how do you look at this data and, and how do you apply it in your own practice? Whereas an advanced endoscopist, you're involved in the care frequently of people with acute pancreatitis, especially bad gallstone. Uh, associated acute pancreatitis. Absolutely. I think this study has, has really made me more cautious about fluid management and acute pancreatitis. I certainly would always monitor volume status, but I think I'm now even more vigilant given the clear harm that aggressive fluid resuscitation can entail. I think it's important to uh, not shy away from as-needed diuresis. Right now, I think Following the author's strategy is reasonable. So an initial fluid rate of 1.5 cc's per kilo per hour 
with boluses only for signs of hypovolemia and frequent reassessments to avoid volume overload in the first 72 hours. So in terms of future research, are there other things we should be looking at? Or do you think at least in terms of fluid resuscitation, we've got a pretty good answer for now? I think this is a, a really important step, um, but I certainly think there's more research needed. So this study only tested whether moderate versus aggressive fluid resuscitation was, was beneficial, but there's surely more room for nuance. We need to identify what moderate resuscitation strategies can improve outcomes. We certainly need to consider those patients who were excluded from the trial. In fact, if you look at the trial population, they tend to be a little bit younger than the normal acute pancreatitis population. If anything, that to me only underlines the findings, but I think it really speaks to the need to make sure that for people with pre-existing conditions, chronic pancreatitis at baseline, we're understanding what their optimal fluid resuscitation strategy is as well. And I think ultimately we need pharmacologic therapy. As you noted, the better arm still had a 17.3% incidence of moderately severe, severe pancreatitis. So this is the better arm and it really speaks to how much room for improvement there is in our outcomes. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, talking about this really seminal work. Thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm.